Welcome to the Beyond the Vines podcast, where I interview local business owners in Sonoma County to highlight small business and grow our community. I'm your host, Amy Ehlers, a mom, realtor, and Sonoma County native, and I'm excited to connect you to some amazing people in this beautiful area that we call home. Hi, I'm Amy Ehlers with the Beyond the Vines podcast. Thanks for tuning in again. Um, As always, I am here bringing local Sonoma County small businesses to um, this room to interview to really spread the word and kind of increase our community. I am here today with Mike Barber. He is the owner of one of my favorite wineries um, in Sonoma County, but conveniently located in downtown Petaluma. it is, I believe, the first uh, winery in downtown Petaluma, correct? We were, the first tasting room. The very first yeah. tasting room. There we go. And I am a member there. I get my little glass with my name on it as often as I can get down there. And I am so honored to have him here today. So here's Mike. Welcome. Oh, thank you very much. I'm so glad you're here. Um, before we get into the business side of things, which I know you are, you have a lot of exciting things to talk about. We're in the middle of harvest. You have some exciting news opening today. Oh, yeah. um, but I wanted to hear a little bit more about how you got started in this career. Sure. So uh, uh, my background, I always say, was was wine retail in San Francisco. Oh. Um, and uh, my wife's background was construction, right? So I became a buyer for the shop in San Fran, and and most people in my position go would go into like distribution mm-hmm. uh, afterwards. But I really wanted to create something. So you know, this job was sending me around the world, meeting winemakers, wine growers, so all cool. up and down the coast, tasting everything, tasting all the wines of the world. So uh, literally one day I came home and looked at my wife and said, I think we should make wine. I love that. (laughs) And she said, okay. So (laughs) I kind of glommed on to guys in the industry who I respected and went like, how how are you making this versus them? What do you do that's different? What's going on here? So East Bay winemakers were teaching me chemistry. We spent a little bit of time in Italy learning from guys who used to direct import. and I was working with the vineyards up in Dry Creek, and it just kind of coalesced from there. We started making wine at a co-op around Fairfield, and literally on my lunch break in Soma and my wife's lunch break in Union Square, we would take our wine that we made and our little baggies to restaurants and bars <laughs> and stores and just sell wherever we could. That's amazing. And eventually, it just kind of coalesced. We like looked north and went, mm-hmm. you know what? It's let's just go for it. So uh, I want to say two thousand and. In eight or I think it'd make 2009, we moved to Petaluma up here. Uh, our first vintage, by the way, commercially was 2007. Okay. So we've been doing this for a long time. Wow. Like 2009, landed in Petaluma. And then it kind of coalesced from there more and more. I was finding these vineyards and slowly taking over the vineyards. We eventually built our own wineries. So now mm-hmm. from like sourcing grapes and making wine at different co-ops, mm-hmm. We now farm all of our grapes. I've got about 12 acres of smaller different sites around Petaluma, and we're making wine in our own uh, winery in downtown, and That's we amazing. established the first downtown tasting room in Petaluma. I love that. And your tasting room, which we'll get into more, it's kind of evolved a little bit, but has such a good vibe to it where, you know, people who are out shopping downtown can just stop in for a glass or a tasting. I've met like other moms with our kids and, you know, you've got all those board games there and they play while we have our wine. You're right. And if anyone doesn't know, um, located within the hotel, right? Or right next to the hotel. Right. We renovated mm-hmm. our space. It opened up mm-hmm. in 2015 mm-hmm. uh, when the hotel was renovating the space too. We kind of saw see. their vision. Yep. We were looking for a downtown spot. So we kind of linked together as partners. That's amazing. And, you know, we've always like what we do 
is is you know we grow everything organic mm -hmm. i mean small producer mm -hmm. uh what we do is pretty world-class wine but mm -hmm. i've always wanted to take the the pretension out of wine tasting sit down tasting rooms were always my favorite mm -hmm. so that's we kind of have this victorian living room yes. kind of vibe to our space yes. like if you want to ask all the questions i'm there for you we'll yep. go deep into it but if you just want a little pour and be left alone, you can do that too. If yeah. you just want a glass and take it at your own speed, play some games, eat some mm -hmm. cheese. I mean, you know. Play foosball. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a little foosball, a little Pac-Man. I love the foosball. And, yeah. you know, and I don't take advantage of the Pac-Man very often, but the foosball. My husband and I get a little competitive with that. <laughs> well, yeah. And you know what? We're, we're very family yeah. friendly. We've yes. always we raised yeah. our family in the space. We mm -hmm. love when people bring kids. Yep. So we're not like... We're not forcing the no kid agenda. Mm -hmm, you know, you sure. don't have to have reservations. We keep it pretty casual. Yep, yep. Yeah, and I'll say, too, with being within the hotel, you know, you've got that side street entrance, but I always park and walk through the hotel because it's just so pretty in there. Oh, it's they did so a great cute. job. They did a yeah. great job in there. So I always kind of take that, like, longer route just so I can walk through the cute hotel. But, um, yeah, so, so... Are, are all of your grapes grown here in Petaluma? Is that where you source everything from? I always say like uh, around Petaluma. Around Petaluma. Because right? the first yep. vineyard we really took over um, was our old vine Zinfandel vineyard because mm -hmm. I'm really passionate mm -hmm. about Zinfandel. Uh, and that's on top of Sonoma Mountain, so mm -hmm. just east of town. And then uh, our Pinot Noir we grow in West Petaluma, Chardonnay, North Petaluma. Okay. Um, we all, But we also have some Sangiovese and Carneros just to the east Great. of Petaluma. So... Smaller sites. Our biggest site is is, is probably about three and a half acres. Wow. So just envision me like carting the tractor yeah. to different sites, depending on what needs to happen. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. That's great. Um, so so you kind of mentioned the different varieties that that you produce. What do you think are your kind of top sellers? I know all of yours are my favorite, but your rosé to me in the summer is like the best rosé I've ever had. People, yeah, our rosé of San Giovese, right? And yes. people do lose their minds over lose that. Lose their, like uh, I stock up. Uh, uh, we've always been known uh, for a Zinfandel. I mean, yep. it's definitely okay. a big passion uh, for me. Zinfandel mm -hmm. and more of the medium body kind of Italian varieties. You know, yep. I'm, I'm really, uh, those are, that's kind of my jam. That's great. So we kind of sought the, the best vineyards for that mm -hmm. and slowly kind of took over different leases of land for mm -hmm. where those grapes would grow the best. Um, our, I mean, our people love our Pinot Noir yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. um, you yeah. took a bubbly for a little while too. Well, that's... That a, was kind of an adventure, A work right? in progress. A work in progress. Work in progress. It was fun though. We, I remember trying to bring some yeah. home and <laughs> I, I love your... Um, Tasting room associate, and I cannot think of her name right now. Uh, she's always there in the evenings, and she's incredible. Could be Sky or Amy. Or it might be Sky. Yeah. I'm not positive, and she makes like the most incredible platter, like the boards, because we always get a snack board. Oh, we're not <laughs> yeah. messing around. No, you're not messing no, around. No, no, no. <laughs> and it's different every time, and it's so it's so fun. Small yeah. glasses of wine yes. and uh, a lot and, of food. And small uh, uh, cheese boards mm -hmm. pisses off. So that's <laughs> yeah, not what we're, that's not, not, what we're about. not the plan. No. <laughs> I love that. Um, so when it comes to your your tasting room, what kind of sets you apart? And I think you've got into it a little bit is the vibe from other tasting rooms in Sonoma County. I mean, very different from Napa. Um, what do you think kind of sets you apart and makes people want to come to Barber Cellars? So I think one, it's that uh, more casual vibe, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I've always been about that. Just trying to take the pretension out. Um, you could ask us any question or not ask us anything. You mm -hmm. know, that's, that's up to you. Uh, our business in general, I feel like we're kind of a unicorn in the industry. If if you really want to get super geeky on, on the wine side, mm -hmm. like there's not a lot of tiny producers like us that, you know, we're only making like a thousand cases that actually 
grow the fruit, mm-hmm. um, have the tasting room, mm-hmm. make the wine at their own winery, and yeah. you know, oftentimes serve the wine because yep. you know I always say yeah. I, I make I make alcohol not money, mm-hmm. so we're still in there serving all the time. <laughs> yeah, totally. But you know, I, lo- I love the well, interaction with people. Yeah, yeah, I love the interaction mm-hmm. with people talking about it. So they show up to our place and they actually meet the winemakers, mm-hmm. and they're always like, "What?" So cool. Yeah, you know, and we we just keep it. Uh, Real casual, but like I said, you don't find entities like us mm-hmm. very much uh, in in the county or in wine country in general. I think that's why I was so drawn to you. So I assume that's why a lot of your your wine club members or just people that come in are so drawn to you. And for anyone that's not a wine club member, they make you a glass that has your name etched into it. And so I always like get the cheers song in my head, like where everybody knows your name and they pull your glass off the wall and fill it up. And it's like the best evening, like and work ends, go stop there for a glass. Definitely get some cheese, which we're going to talk about a little bit. The, the, and kind of the go tap from there. room mentality. It's like yeah. the tap room. It's the tap room with wine. <laughs> All our club members get a laser etched name on the glass and so a free cool. glass of wine when they visit. Yeah, a free glass every time, which is like so convenient. Also, too, when we're like heading downtown to go out to dinner or something, we stop in and get a glass first. It's a really, it's a great plan. That's why we're open a little later than a lot of tasting yes. rooms. We get definitely get a lot of like on our way to dinner business, mm-hmm. on our way back front to the hotel from our wine country adventures of the day kind of business. I've done both of those. Also on the way to the movie theater too. I've done that with friends where we'll stop and grab a glass on our way to the movies and like on our way to whatever, on your way to wherever you're headed. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. Um, so I think now would be a good time to kind of talk about what's happening today or we're recording this on October 12th. This will come out early next week. Um, today's a big day for you guys. You want to tell me a little bit more about that? Well, yeah. And you know, of course, we would do this right in the middle of harvest, too. Right. Just because why planning. not do everything? All of it. But uh, so like we've always done. But, uh, yeah, we converted um, our tasting room to kind of be a, a new experience. You know, we wanted to take it in a, in a different direction. Uh, tourism to Sonoma County is down this mm-hmm. year from yes. uh, previous years. The effects of the pandemic and the wine industry are you know, are, are just forcing changes all over the place. And for us, um, we were thinking like, okay, what else can we do to be a community service? Um, what's needed in the town? What do we already do that we really want to, you know, expand on? So we're really blowing up a part of our business that we've always done mm-hmm. well in, but it's not taking second fiddle to the wine anymore. So right. today we're converting our tasting room to the Petaluma Cheese Shop. I love it. We've been bringing in dozens of cheese, local charcuterie, mm-hmm. local, international, everything. Mm-hmm. We're seriously expanding our, our dine-in menu. Very cool. Um, just that more, uh, it's just that thought and angle of um, wine tasting it doesn't have to be so experiential. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we're trying to make it even more casual. It's, yep. it's like, you don't need the reservation. It's not this highfalutin, super expensive thing. So the, the cheese shop is going to allow us to explore a different part of our business. But also you can come in, just enjoy some cheese, um, get a glass of wine. Uh, you can wine taste if you want mm-hmm. to. Our wine tasting service isn't changing. Right. But you don't even have to have wine you at all. You can just come eat. You come come yeah. with the family, mm-hmm. you know, eat some cheese. The We're working with, like, the best importers and the, and the best uh, – uh, distributors we can mm-hmm. these guys that we've sought out so we have some really interesting selections and um uh sandwiches burrata service i was gonna say the email i got you had me at burrata i was like oh my god <laughs> that's my favorite it's pretty decadent and <laughs> for what we're offering it's really reasonable it's it's more like a group kind of experience mm-hmm. like bring your friends cool. 
you'll I know these are weird inflationary economic yes. times and we Absolutely. wanted a spot where you could still have an amazing experience mm-hmm. but come with a bunch of friends mm-hmm. and probably leave with a bill that's not too high yeah. and everyone's like full of way too much wine and yeah. cheese it's fantastic yeah it's a good goal and I will say even before that just with your cheese boards and everything that you had before I would do the same thing we would get our wine we would have our cheese board we'd split the bill and it was like yeah nothing yeah, yeah. and now that's not like it's not the second part to the wine tasting mm-hmm. experience. It's like it's a whole. Essential. It's like a whole mm-hmm. new built up uh, right. experience and charcuterie boards, uh, an eight cheese tasting board. Wow. Um, uh, an alpine experience of like melted raclette oh and, gru- and this cave aged Gruyere over a bunch of appetizers, the burrata, everything. It's going to be crazy. That is so, and so that is opening today. Today. That is so exciting. Oh, well, I, and also I'm so appreciative that you took the time to like run over here today to do this. So oh, yeah. this is great. You're slammed today. Um, so, and uh, I, I yeah, say, we're going to, we're going to be using a, uh, all bread from the Custod Bakery oh, that's opening very it's opening soon right, there, right next right? to us. So the, whole, the whole hotel is going to be like a foodie paradise pretty soon. You know? Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah, because you've got the shuckery right there, too. The shuckery, seafood, wow. You've got the also Barberly Spirits, Barberly too, Spirits, which is our distillery yes. right next door. We're going we're gonna to have to do another podcast to explore that yeah, side a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. I would love to learn Wine more and whiskey are my two passions. Wine and whiskey. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah, no, I think that's really exciting. So it's a good destination for anybody staying in the hotel, but also anyone coming in and out of downtown Petaluma. It's a oh, great yeah. stop. So I and I forgot Cousteau was opening. That's very exciting. Yeah, it's just it's just yeah. uh, it's something for locals as much mm-hmm. as tourists. You know, yep. we just want everyone to feel comfortable coming mm-hmm. down and enjoying everything we got. I love that. Um, can people find your wine anywhere other than the tasting room? Do you distribute anywhere, or do they need to come in and stop in downtown Petaluma? We have a really <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. We have a really small um, kind of wholesale, mm-hmm. uh, dedicated wholesale in the area. Okay. So some shops here and there, some restaurants okay. here and there that are really loyal to us, but it's not it. something that we pursue because we're so busy. You're so small. So too, yeah, production. I'd say mm-hmm. like ninety percent of everything we sell is right out of our tasting room, right. direct to consumer, wine yep. club, and visitors. Great. I do remember too during the pandemic, you guys were amazing at delivering at that time. Oh yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was I'm sure necessary for your business, but also necessary for us parents that were like trying to homeschool. All of our well, kids and at it home. was it, the local support was great <laughs> yes. too. I mean, yeah. yeah, we were loading up cases and running it all over the place, oh, it all was over amazing. town and stuff. It was such a great, um, a great service that you guys were offering because you had to, but also it yeah. was just great for for all of us. It was very convenient. Um, are there any ways that you give back to our local community? here we work with a, a ton of charities right, right. my mm-hmm. wife has always been involved um, with the downtown association so she Great. knows a, a bunch of people at different charities mm-hmm. um, so she's not only working with um, uh, just all the good works that they do in town this is the organization that puts on like butter and eggs day and right. all the things I mean and uh, my wife was a big spearhead in the the artist uh, painting all the oh, electric boxes amazing. and everything and linking that up. But we've also worked closely with uh, Pedal and People Services yeah, and COTS all the time. Mm-hmm. We, you know, uh, we started the the, the deviled egg competition yes. as a big uh, uh, charity fundraiser for our holiday food fair in yep. November. Always gives back mm-hmm. to uh, the Pedal and People Services. Um, yeah, we're very community-minded. We love Pedal so yeah. any any 
kind of tie-in we can do to big events mm-hmm. that we've done, we've always tried to include our favorite charities. I love that so much. And the ones you mentioned, too, it's such, like, staples in they our community. They do good work. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That's amazing. Um, what challenges have you faced as as a tasting room or as a small business here? You can refer to either of your businesses in this or both. Huh. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. This is a two-hour show, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, unless you're trying to open, like, a new tasting room today. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'd say uh, the alcohol business, I mean, uh, is always going to be challenging, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of competition yeah. in this age of like conglomerates taking over mm-hmm. small wineries and the whole smoke and mirrors. Absolutely, it's always hard to to uh, uh, shout through the noise. Mm-hmm. But just since we've been open, I mean, 2015 we opened the tasting room. Mm-hmm. It's great. We saw this growth, and then uh, the fires. Yep. 2017 happened. The hotel yep. was filled with refugees. It was like whoa. Wow. And this was, that was our 10 year anniversary. That's mind blowing. You know, we we, we had this debate. Like, do we even do our big right. party? We had plan and right. we ended up doing it Good. it was great and Good. just trying to get over the madness but mm-hmm. the fires every year kind of kicking the the legs out from under tourism yep. and then coast into the biggest thing which yeah. was the pandemic absolutely which closed all the tasting rooms mm-hmm. down yep. run wine to yep. people's houses which was amazing <laughs> and then even in 2020 that year like the day we literally figured out outdoor service at the hotel right. was the day the lightning complex fires kicked up. So That's I'm open for feet. business outside and <laughs> mm-hmm. ash is falling from the sky. And I'm yeah. like, what the hell do I do mm-hmm. about this yeah. year? Oh my I God. I mean, really? Yeah. Uh, and, and and then talk about mother nature that, I mean, that smoke destroyed our Pinot Noir, destroyed yep. our Pinot Gris that year. So yep. we had loss of crop. And now every year I'm looking at oh, yeah. heat spikes, this fire mm-hmm. creeping up. You know, this is an extremely late harvest this year, which has been great for wine quality, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. it's always like you smell yeah. smoke in the air. It's iffy. So like, oh, yeah. is, that, is that a barbecue or totally. did I just lose totally. two acres of grapes? Gosh, that's <laughs> so crazy. And I don't think most people think about that. Now, farming is stressful yeah. for sure. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think it affects your flavor profiles of everything, too, as well. Oh, then, yeah. Like if you everything. get enough smoke, the grapes yes. are destroyed. Isn't and we've had to contend yeah. with that. And, and now it's like... The pandemic shift mm-hmm. of the tourism drop-off, yes. shifting demographics, mm-hmm. trying to get uh, younger generations into the wine business yeah. and older generations kind of uh, uh, aging out of, of, of uh, wine purchasing. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, a t- it's a tough business. We're passionate about what we do, but it is a very tough business. I didn't think about the different ages. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, yeah. That's a really good point. It's the thing that the wine industry has known about for mm-hmm. a while yes, and has done very that. little to yeah, help. Absolutely. Um, but the big thing now is how do you get younger generations mm-hmm. to appreciate wine? And the pandemic just kind of, uh, I'd say, accelerated all, yep. all of these issues. Yep. Wow, that is really, it wouldn't have even crossed my mind. That Part yeah. of the reason we're doing the, mm-hmm. the cheese shop thing, mm-hmm. just kind yeah. of t- taking down the, the, I don't know, the, the whole notion that mm-hmm. wine tasting in the wine yep. world is only like special occasion mm-hmm. and super expensive mm-hmm. and all, all of totally. that stuff. Totally. It's like not true, but we're trying to change that part of people's minds. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I love that that's the approach to it and that you recognize that. Oh, yeah. So that's fantastic. Um, so definitely some challenges. What's something like a milestone or a success you've had? I'd say anytime we've successfully like opened a spot, it, there's a good feeling of like, yes, mm-hmm. we did that. Oh, my God, that was difficult. And we did it, you know, mm-hmm. like building the tasting room. 
uh, me, my wife, like I said, her background's construction, yeah. so we have her know-how to do everything. Yeah, but fantastic. she was like eight months pregnant, <laughs> cutting tile and, and yeah. laying down floor and everything. Yeah. And uh, so that was crazy. But yes. once that was open, mm-hmm. right two weeks after our first son was born, wow. you know, we're like, yes, wow. we did that. And then building out the winery, establishing our own mm-hmm. place, moving away from the co-ops and establishing our own spot. Yep. And then when we took over the vineyards we were working with, started farming those, mm-hmm. the first time from start to finish, like I farmed the grapes two, three years later, had the bottle out. You know, Amazing. that's kind of like a... That's the timeline is about two to three years usually. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. for sure. And, you know, yeah. that, it, that that's a good, like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, it worked out. It worked out. And it we got good. it out there. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> that's amazing. I didn't mess it yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Well, and to look back on those milestones, too, because when you're in the thick of it, it can feel so overwhelming. But then to look back and be like, wow, we did that. We got through that, you know, whether yeah. it's the pandemic or laying floor at eight months pregnant. Like, that's impressive. For sure. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, Cut through the wall of cut, self-doubt and just <laughs> yeah, plow just through. Just plow through and, it. And like, this yeah. is crazy, but we're going to – Yeah. Something's going to happen. Exactly. That's amazing. <laughs> um, so we, we talked about, you know, the cheese shop, but are there any other, like, new wine releases, any other upcoming projects you guys are working on? Um, well, the Pinot Gris, which, is you know, mm, got us uh, – <laughs> Best wine or mm-hmm. one of the best wines in Sonoma Magazine, all the all the press and That's stuff. So cool. The new the new release will be probably like next March. Okay, uh, we'll have our reserve from mm-hmm. the uh, the the crazy drought infused powerful mm-hmm. twenty one vintage. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be one of the best Zinfandels I've ever made. That's That'll exciting. be out like for club. Yeah, uh, at first uh, in December. Yeah, um, this December. This December. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Okay, and, great. Uh, uh, just beyond that, we just released our first uh, second label, which I called uh, Brutal mm-hmm. Hill. So we're kind yes, of moving with like weird little blends mm-hmm. and different projects mm-hmm. under that kind of second label, yeah. which I'm excited about. Can you explain the name Brutal Hill? Um, our vineyards are tough. Yep. So like we're talking remote, mm-hmm. like the Zinfandel alone, I have to four-wheel drive up a crazy gravel road, wow. 2,000 elevation. Mm-hmm. And it's such a steep, crazy vineyard. Uh, you know, I tell my wife like, if I don't come home tonight, find, <laughs> yep. please find me out there before the yeah. coyotes do. You yeah. know, like it's oh, just, yeah. it's brutal. The Pinot too, I'm just hanging over a hillside cliff oh, trying to drive gosh. the the weeder and everything. So these are, they make fantastic wine, but these are like brutal, yeah. brutal hills brutal is hills. what I always used to yeah. say yeah. Uh, to farm. So mm-hmm. I just had this idea for the second label. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I was just like, let's just call it Brutal Hill to kind of uh, reference the struggle, yep. um, oftentimes danger that we experience, like just making these grapes from this crazy soil. Which I don't think people think about because I don't think about. I just enjoy the wine and I don't always think about the process behind it. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing to hear that. And I think the label is a good reminder of that for everyone too. Yeah. It's a fun reminder. I think the wine industry more Mm -hmm. needs to kind of convey like – Less, less people uh, smiling and, mm-hmm. and clinking glasses yeah. and more like, hey, this is an agricultural mm-hmm. product yes. that comes from the dirt. Yes. And we're from dirt to the bottle. Yep. So, like, we, you know, uh, sweat and mm-hmm. and toil in, in the soil to, to get it done. And yep. uh, that's really where it's – I mean, that's that's where it's coming from. That's yep. what it's all about. I mean, you can taste it in the bottle. Mm-hmm. That's that's my point. That's so amazing. And and it also speaks to drinking local wine, too, to think about that. Oh, too. Yeah. These are people in our community. This is vineyards we drive past. I was actually explaining this to my kids because there's a vineyard very close to where we live, um, our neighborhood. And we can see all the grapes, and we go on walks. I'm like, look how big the grapes are getting now. Like, this is how they make the wine, yeah, you yeah. know. And kind of it's good for our kids to learn, too. Yeah, I always say know your winemaker. Yeah, know, know your where your wine wine's maker. coming from. Yeah. I love that. Know yeah. your winemaker. 
Okay, that's awesome. Um, do you have any like memorable or funny stories that you could think of? I'm sure there's a lot. <laughs> oh God, there's there's a bunch. Uh, <laughs> and just kind of like the family, small family producer kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I constantly am thinking of like times when. My wife has been super pregnant, but we just had to get done stuff we had to get done. So yep. so one memory is like in our, I think we had a Honda Element at the time mm-hmm. and we're picking up used barrels from Napa oh, and we were grabbing like three full-size barrels. So she, and to fit them all in, you know, yeah. she's like got her legs up on the dash. She's like super pregnant with the chair all the way squeezed up. I got my chair squeezed up and we yeah. got all the barrels in there and, you know, we're just like, this is ridiculous. This is our life. And even to the day when, um, like, she was cutting uh, ceramic uh, uh, kitchen tiles. Or I forget mm-hmm. what material it is, but mm-hmm. kind of the health department grade yeah. tiles for yeah. our tasting room floor uh, in the kitchen. And um, felt, you know, like, uh, just felt something. And we're mm-hmm. like, oh, we've got a doctor appointment. Let's go to the doctor. Yeah. And so she stopped cutting the tile. We go to the doctor. Doctor's like, you're going into labor. Oh my gosh. And she's like, well, all right, go she turn off the power the tools. Yeah. We, uh, we'll take care of that after this is done. After the baby comes <laughs> out, I guess we'll go back to the floor. <laughs> That's really funny. I love that you have such a family, like your, your memories and stories are all revolving really about your family and that you're raising kids. Oh and yeah. And that, that's the small business yeah. thing. You got yep. just balancing business and family. Mm-hmm. Yep. And for us, I mean, you know, both of my sons have definitely been hanging on the pouch yes. on me and my wife yes. when we're serving wine and doing oh, the whole for thing. Because, sure. uh, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Well, and I think people appreciate that too, especially in this community. It makes you more real. It's not just like, like you're saying, it's not like a stuffy wine tasting experience. It's real. Yeah. It's you're real. not going to find a name tag no. in our tasting totally. room. It's going to be yep. real people. It's exactly. going to be us, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, and uh, we all get it. And if there's a sign hanging on the door saying mm-hmm. like, we couldn't get babysitting today. Yeah, and exactly. I had to get to the vineyard. So <laughs> yep. whatever. Sorry. Yeah, totally. That's part of it too. But, That's it. But, yeah. but I think your your customers probably recognize that and appreciate that. Oh, yeah. They've been there too. Yeah, for sure. Um, what? And we've seen, oh, yeah. and we've seen uh, their kids, you yes. know. It's great oh, yeah. when people bring their babies mm-hmm. and, 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 and families in. And, and they grow up there. Yeah, even. and talk about how yeah. their experience at our place was one of the reasons they moved to Petaluma. That's so and, cool. you know, and then we see those families yep. grow up. There's, there's this... Just such that sense of community and family around our space. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, and I think a lot of that does come from, like, that living room vibe that you were talking about, that Victorian living room vibe that you have going on in there, the space. So it's amazing. It is a comfortable space and, and just approachable. So, yeah. Definitely. Um, What are three fun facts about you personally? Not as a, I mean, they could be about winemaking, but not as the winemaker, not as the business owner, you personally. Uh, Okay, here we go. So I know, like... Um, I, I asked this question with uh, Lorraine last mm-hmm. night and she was like, you got to talk about this one thing, man. Oh, good. I'm so good. yeah, but besides the fact, like I'm obsessed with, uh, you know, pasta and Ooh. a plate of pasta and a good wine yeah. together makes life worth living. It's probably yep. why I got in this game, yep. you know, and I play guitar, all that stuff. Blah, blah, oh, blah, blah. I didn't know that. But, uh, one thing, uh, a crazy story is I didn't, I, I did never studied wine in college. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I studied, uh, archeology and linguistics. Oh. And worked for a wine shop, didn't kind of work out in my college career. And then afterwards, I was like, what am I going to do, right? So mm-hmm. I had lined up um, uh, teaching English in Japan because I was wow. studying some Japanese under linguistics. And I was going to go into a museum studies program overseas. Okay. Um, but I still had this passion for the wine business. Yeah. I don't even, I don't really know why. I just mm-hmm. did. So not even three months before I was set 
to go overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was it was Father's Day. My my girlfriend at the time, mm-hmm. now my wife, oh, said wow. to me like, "Hey, yeah. did you get your father a bottle at the mm-hmm. shop that I know? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool." Um, so we head down to this one shop in San Fran and so okay. And a guy named Mike is checking us out. A guy named Mike had helped her before. And I joked at the counter, like, you need to be named Mike to work here? What's going on? (laughs) And he said, "Uh, why, do you need a job? Oh, how funny. And I went, well, what what are we talking about? Yeah. And and so I talked to them a little bit. They hired me on the spot. And that's where I kind of worked up and got all the knowledge and the tasting Mm -hmm. and became a buyer and everything. Canceled my Japan plans. Eventually married my my, you know, my girlfriend, my wife now, and yeah. that kind of catalyst for everything I do now. So the hand of fate in that one moment yes. was like, nope, you need to go this way. It's funny. It's like that, like sliding doors movie where it's like, what if you guys hadn't stopped in that wine shop? And right. hadn't like, what if she hadn't said, let's go grab a bottle of wine for your dad? You right. know, that's so amazing to think back. You could have been in Japan. Like, Wouldn't change amazing. a thing. No. The, the fate and I think like my desires were definitely more like one way. Right. So the, way, the, the fact that it just all it happened guided like that. you that way. Yeah. yeah. That's so amazing to me. I love stories like that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, is there anyone in your career that you can give like a, a special shout out to? Oh uh, yeah. Can I just rattle off a couple? Yeah. Oh, like, rattle off as many as you want for whoever's listening. We'll uh, call it like a cheers to these people. I would say the shop was was K and L Wine Merchants, right? Okay. In San Francisco. Okay. So the whole crew there who, who taught me a bunch. Every, all the buyers that that were helping me out there through that career. And then when I catapulted commercially, you know, Matt Smith used to be winemaker at uh, Dash, Rockwall, mm-hmm. Blacksmith Cellars. Wow. He taught me a lot. Wow. John Phillips of Inspiration mm-hmm. Vineyards, who's now head of family winemakers. Mm-hmm. I was working with him, learned mm-hmm. a lot from him. Torre over at Sestity Sopra and Montalcino and Mick and all the crew up at Unti and in Healdsburg. Wow. Yeah. These places where I really cut my teeth mm-hmm. and like learned and shaped kind of the wine that I wanted to make and the style and how to grow everything. You know, it's, yeah. it's always been about pulling from the minds of people I respected in the industry. Great. And those, those, all those guys were kind of, oh, uh, Lisa Forbes, who used to be winemaker at Chalk Hill. She mm. was instrumental too. So, mm-hmm. um, just people I knew, like they made great stuff. Yeah. What What are you doing? Right. That these other that guys these aren't. Aren't. Yeah. That's the way to learn it. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And I'm sure too, at some point, like people will be following you, and you'll be mentoring if you're not already, which is pretty kind of cool to pass it. I down. hope that I am. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if your kids will end up in the industry. We'll, as well. see. They that might grow cool. up hating it. They may. They may be like. I'm gonna make them wax some weeds yeah. on these organic <laughs> vineyards when they get older. You're gonna older, take them to so. Brutal Hill. <laughs> they're gonna be. They're gonna be a Brutal Hill. Yeah. They're gonna be battling poison oak and weeds uh, totally. all over totally. the place. Totally. They may move far away. <laughs> they might be like, nope, I'm a lawyer. I'm out yeah, of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's so funny. Awesome. Well, where can my listeners find you? Uh, so, tasting room, the Petaluma Cheese Shop, and Barber Cellars is downtown Petaluma. Mm-hmm. You can also find us at barbersellers.com. Uh, we ship any four-bottle order for free anywhere in the contiguous USA. Nice. Okay. Um, you can also check out petalumacheeshop.com for our new venture and what we're doing there. And just at Instagram, mm-hmm. at barbersellers, and at petalumacheeshop, all that stuff. Awesome. And I'll put links to all of that in the show notes. Great. Um, I love your social media, by the way. Just I feel like you, I don't know if it's you that does it or it's someone. It's me. It's we, you. We do okay. We do so everything. like your reels and showing Small what's happening in the stuff, background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really, I think it's really interesting and exciting to like look at your stories and see what you guys are up to. So it's you're doing a great job with that. Thank you. Definitely I, catches I try. my eye. I yeah. try. I can always do more, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you can only do so much. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, I feel like sure. you do have your hands full. Well, I will 
will absolutely be in. I, I mean, I usually come in at least once a week, so I will absolutely be in in the next week to try some cheese too. Perfect. So, we'll, be, we'll be there for you. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming in Take today. Take it easy, guys. It's I a new, I will. new part of the business. Yeah. If so, anybody yeah. comes in, like, <laughs> like a little, a little flexibility while the cheese is getting up yeah, and running. Yeah. But I do want some burrata very badly. It's there for you. <laughs> All right. And it's delicious. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for coming in today, Mike. Thank you. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please be sure to like and subscribe. Learn more about Sonoma County and all that we have to offer here.